Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, Facing Death. Have you thought about dying or death lately? In the midst of a pandemic, the thought may inevitably intrude. Someone has said that a man is not prepared to live if he is not first prepared to die. Now, there is some truth in this statement. Death may not be our favorite topic of conversation, but it is an important and inevitable fact of life. You see, we all must face death, both as an observer of it in others and inescapably as a personal participant in it. Hebrews 9.27 states, It is appointed for people to die once and after this judgment. The Christian faith has much to say regarding death. In particular, the Bible informs us of how believers in Christ Jesus face death. When Christians personally face death, they do so with assured confidence. Christians do not face death in the same way as non-Christians because of the eternal hope that is ours in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not terrorized by death if our understanding has been enlightened by the teaching of Scripture. Two aspects of death form the framework for a Christian understanding, one positive and one negative. On the positive side, death is viewed as a boundary line between this world and the next. Because of Christ's atoning death for our sins and his promise of eternal life that begins when we believe on him, death has lost its sting and terror for the Christian. Jesus said in John 3.36 and then in John 5.24 the following, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death to life. And to Martha at her brother Lazarus' tomb, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who believes and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? In light of these statements, although believers pass through the portal to death, it has been transformed into a pathway to some kind of direct fellowship with the Lord. Paul describes it as an unclothed, not a permanent state in 2 Corinthians 5. So we long for Jesus' return and our resurrection from the dead and bodies fit for dwelling on the renewed earth with God. See 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. It seems we can safely say that we move out of our earthly mortal body into a heavenly dwelling. Jesus' own death and subsequent resurrection has made death the last of the earthly disciplines a believer endures to prepare him for his eternal home. Negatively, on the other side, death is in and of itself not a blessing. It is a curse, the wages that sin pays. Although for the Christian it's been overruled for good through union with Christ, it remains an enemy. Satan himself is the father of this enemy. Death is an awful penalty for sin that is cruel and relentless. When death occurs, there is a violent and unnatural rendering apart of body and soul. Although the one united to Jesus enters into a state of bliss, this is not our full inheritance. Paul in 2 Corinthians expresses some reluctance about entering the disembodied state 
even though the presence of the Lord is better than this lie. Why is this so? Well, God did not create humans for unbodied existence as spirits. He created us for eternal bodied existence. Thus, the future hope of the Christian is the resurrection of the body, that is to say, the flesh, at Jesus' return. The eternal state of life on the new earth is living in the presence of God in the full redemption of all of our faculties, body, soul, mind, and spirit. The biblical emphasis on the Christian hope in death is on the resurrection. This is stressed in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. In light of this set of biblical truths, the Christian attitude toward death is to live our present life to the fullest, seeking to serve God with our strength. And when the call comes to die, then we go willingly and gladly, knowing that in Jesus Christ all things are ours, whether life or death. Though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil because the Lord is with us. Shadows cannot harm us. So the Christian can respond to the inevitability of death with assured confidence in the Lord of life, the resurrected Jesus Christ. When we face death, however, at the loss of someone for whom we care, the Bible tells us to engage in hopeful sorrow. Christians grieve, and Christians should grieve. Christians cry. We should express our sense of loss and our heart sickness at the separation that has occurred between us and the beloved friend or family member. Our sorrow is not for the Christian who died as much as it is for ourselves, that is, our acute sense of loss. There is an aching void that only time can blunt as we continue to engage in life. Yet the void of that person's absence remains until we are reunited with them in glory. We should work through our grief in times of death. Acknowledgement of it is necessary. We should affirm our hope in the resurrection and the spiritual communion of the saints with the Savior in heaven. Then we are to face the life that continues in this world. We should set ourselves to accomplish the work God still has for us to do. He has promised your strength will endure through all of your days. If a person who dies is an unbeliever, we must leave such a one in God's hand. Our grief may be deeper. However, in this, in his time, and especially in the day of his appearing, God will work in us a sense of his divine wrath against sin. Then we will be able to grasp the abhorrence of the Almighty toward evil. From this vantage point, we will see eternal destinies from God's point of view. He will wipe all tears from our eyes. Christ Jesus and the Father's own presence will give us comfort and everlasting strength. So what's the main point? It's this. In Christ, believers can face death with assured confidence and with hopeful grief. Here's my question to you. How do you face the prospect of death? the prospect of your own death, or that of someone you love. Remember this great truth. Jesus Christ alone is the resurrection and the life. Put your faith 
your confidence in him, and ultimately, all will be well. Until next time, this has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. Thank you for listening. God bless you.